0: The production of GoToPuttLive.com Now, let's join Hammy, Vigo, and your host, Jupiter. Good evening and welcome back. After we took a week off due to too much crap going around in my house but that's okay we're back now and we're ready for another week of the gpl podcast hammy vigo how you guys doing
1: pretty good
2: doing well everybody's healthy in my house again too you settling in we're getting settled in most of the boxes have been unpacked so
0: what is wrong with you you gotta have at least (laughs) a few boxes last for a couple years
2: well, they're in the basement, and they're going to stay that way. <laughs> so I don't need to get my college sex books out quite yet.
0: My wife still has all her college books, and I don't know why.
1: Big. It's just
2: fun to have
0: big thick accounting books. Ugh.
1: I almost thought he said college sex books for a minute there. I'm like, what the hell are you been reading, dude? Well, that too. <laughs> I didn't always say.
2: Technical arts you know. education. <laughs>
0: Well, boys, we, obviously we took last week off, so we didn't get to discuss what happened, but obviously a sweep of Penn State, big whoop, yada, 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 just like we thought, a little close to second game, don't care. Then we head to OSU last week, and uh, four out of six points, Hammy, uh, not exactly what we wanted, but it, it looks like we're still in good shape for uh, the first Big Ten regular season title.
1: Yeah, honestly, I mean, we didn't of course have the podcast last week, but when I was thinking about it, um, I kind of expected that you know to be you know my goal was let's get at least three points out of the weekend and uh, make sure that we get some you know points going that heading into that last weekend with Michigan, because, so we wouldn't uh, have you know, some slight margin of error. Now it's a little bit, you know, more doable, of course. So that was good. I I didn't think it was like a badly played weekend. They did pretty well in the power play. They got out to Leeds, um, you know, early, um, which I think is going to be, you know, important in both regards down the stretch um, and the playoffs. So that's certainly good. Wilcox played, you know, really well. So, you know, all in all, I think that it was a pretty good weekend, which is kind of unfortunate that they let that lead go, you know, late in the uh, game and kind of blew out a little bit of face-off coverage and cost them.
0: Now, Viggs, one positive I'm seeing, you know, obviously four points last weekend, uh, six points previous weekend. But uh, one thing that I really like is that they've given up only five goals in the last four games. And, yeah, that's, and that's the, not that's not just Wilcox either. They're playing good team defense.
2: Yeah, I think they're, you know, Selling out a little bit more, investing in the game and blocking shots and, and playing the body, uh, you notice that the back pressure is, is there. Uh, you know, teams aren't getting three-on-two rushes and having that third guy be open for very long. There are there are guys coming back and pressuring. So I think you know it's key. But at the same point, Wilcox is playing well. I mean, they don't get a point against Ohio State in that Saturday game unless he's on top of his game. So I think he's. He's key, and I think that's really the difference in this year's team is they've got a goaltender who can make those big saves.
0: Yeah, well, that's definitely a positive, I'll tell you that. Um, What else do you guys want to talk about for these past couple weeks? I mean, we kind of, you know, we didn't get to talk about OSU, but, you know, like I said, Lucia's always said in the past that, you know, split on the road, you know, do better at home, and, and that's exactly what happened, Hammy.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we kind of knew that Penn State would be a likely sweep. I mean, they've been competitive in some games, and, of course, they beat Michigan a few times and whatever, but we kind of knew that that was more than likely going to be the outcome. Of course, you have to execute and still play the games, but uh, on paper, we felt pretty comfortable that those that was going to be a sweep, and... Uh, So, you know, ultimately, like we talked about a few weeks ago, you know, it was really going to come down to this this stretch of four games against Ohio State and Michigan, you know, whether or not we were going to be successful in winning the league. And that's, you know, what's coming down to.
0: And by the way, it looks like the recording has went to complete crap, but that's okay. We'll hopefully be able to bring back this podcast in the end. Seriously, my whole recording just went to crap. But people are listening well, live, and I hope that, that uh, Mixler is also recording live, because otherwise we've just lost the podcast. Isn't that great?
1: Operator error. I
2: don't know just what don't, the hell's happening.
1: Don't panic. It's
2: early. There's plenty of time to make it up. <laughs> I hope. Need so. Need for it
1: to get worse.
0: Well, actually, you know, in the past I've I've screwed up the recording, and I've I've re- relied on our on the recording of the Mixler app to back us up. So it looks like I'm going to have to do that again this week. Just so don't screw up, guys. Don't screw up because I already screwed up once. All right. Operator error definitely happening here. I'm so excited about that. Oh, well, back to the hockey, guys. Um, we've got a ton of questions on Twitter. I mean, geez. Um, apparently, Nate Wells thinks we hate him, Viggs. I I don't know why he thinks that.
2: Well, I think he, he, you know, put out a subtweet that uh, he wanted to talk more hockey this year, and we didn't invite him on. We didn't pick up on it right away. So, oh, Nate, we are following you on Twitter, and uh, he's he's a great guy to, to sit next to at the games up top, and and uh, he does good stuff for uh, for him.
0: You know, I wonder if Nate even has an identification on GPL. Does he even go on GPL? I, I don't know if he does.
2: I think he works, but I don't know how yeah. how involved he gets. Who knows?
0: Well, we got Tim Hapke. He's got a lot of
2: stuff going on.
0: Uh, he is. He's at the X right now covering the wild. Um, we got Tim Hapke wondering, guys, does the trade of fashing affect how long he stays? Who wants it?
1: Uh, my personal feeling is it probably won't. Um, I think, granted. You know, we all know that Buffalo is a little bit uh, more talented or less talented as far as their uh, depth and their prospect pool. But, um, you know, the, he's not even going to turn 19 until the middle of the summer. I mean, he's an 18-year-old kid this whole school year. So, you know, he's sort of like Bukestad in that sense. Um, you know, there's really no need to rush it for him. I mean, by the time he's done with his junior year, you know, what's he's going to be 20 years old. I mean, it, you know, I just don't – I don't see the reason for him needing to do that, you know, to go too early. So I would suspect we're going to get three years out of him. That's kind of what I always felt, you know, given he's a, you know, mid-round pick and I guess we'll see what happens. But uh, that's my my feeling on it.
2: Any thoughts on that, Viggs? Just the one thing is that uh, the wing pool for Buffalo is a lot uh, thinner than anywhere else. So, you know, there could be a spot where they would try to get him to go right to the NHL. I think you know he's a young kid. Uh, big guys do take longer to develop. Yeah. And I think he would do better to uh, play the the three years for the Gophers. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, there's been a lot. I mean, there was a lot of discussion on GPL about early departures, which is you know we always kind of get into this guessing game, and you know people were throwing out Ambrose and whatever. And my response to that was, if Ambrose was going to leave early, he should take a look at what Budish is doing this year because. Budish, I think, just got sent down to the ECH, you know, and I don't, he didn't have a great year, but he was better than college than Ambrose has been to this point. So it just, uh, you know, some of these guys, you need patience. And people talking about Riley, well, I don't know that he's going to be ready for the physical part of the pro game. You know, he's pretty stick thin yet. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: And the difference is, one thing about Budish, though, is he, he was done with school.
1: Right. Well, and, I'm not and, saying and it, he left early, yeah, but I'm just saying yeah. if if Ambrose wants kind of a you know a benchmark of sorts to look at, look at budish because they're both big guys, they're not great skaters or whatever, but they kind of play somewhat of a similar style. Um, and Budish has struggled. You know, when you're getting sent down from the AHL, I mean, you're not going the right direction. So. I do think
2: that Ambrose really worked on his skating, and it's night and day. I mean, last year he really stuck out with, you know, a deficiency there. But I think he's worked really hard to improve that, and he keeps up with his linemates really well. And you could argue that that's been their best line, him him out there with, uh, with his linemates.
1: Well, you should know. You go out every game. <laughs> I mean, he, he does keep up. He does keep up. Apparently you need to be keeping up with the lines better. Wow. Yeah. I'm just kidding.
0: Wow. What's with all the bitterness here?
1: Oh, I'm just giving them grief. Oh, trying to keep that. I'm trying to like keep up the, you know, because when we had Dubay on, I mean, there was lots of that, you know, kind of uh, high intensity stuff. So we got to keep <laughs> up the intensity, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a little crazy. Um, fake Don Lucia wants to know, who do you think is more likely to reveal himself as the Antichrist? Eves or Hackstall? Ooh. Definitely Eaves. I'm thinking Eaves.
1: I don't know. I mean, <laughs> although, you know, I, I paid so little attention to North Dakota this year that I might have to agree with you because I don't even know if, what's been going on up there as far as, you know, coaching behavior or player stuff or whatever. I don't even pay attention to them hardly at all. So I might have to go with the Wisconsin bid.
0: <laughs> Who's the Antichrist? Bigs.
2: It's got to be Hack. I mean, he throws up the middle finger whenever he gets a chance. Oh, yeah. Eves is so much more composed and calm. That doesn't seem antichrist enough for me. I I think Hack, you know, just throws it out there. He's mean-spirited consistently. I think that's the way to go.
0: Uh, Fake Don Lucia also wants to know what is my greatest strength, my elite coaching ability, or my stunning good looks. Discuss, he says. (laughs)
1: Well, um, you know, I probably would have gone with the looks about 10 years ago because he had the hair and all that kind of stuff going for him. But He
0: doesn't have the Lufchia pet going anymore.
1: Yeah, you know, and we all get older, so I, I think I'm going to have to go with the coaching ability.
0: <laughs> Long Fellow wants to know, and what's, with up, what's up with uh, not getting many of these Igdina kids?
1: Uh, dude, I'm going to touch you on go. that one, Hammy.
0: Why aren't they getting these Edina kids? It's all your fault, isn't it?
1: Uh, well, we all touched on that a little bit, and I don't know that I want to go down that road on the podcast. So <laughs> let's just say that I think that some parental units are a little biased towards the East Coast IV types, of edu- which is fine. I mean, I, obviously it's a great place to go to school, but uh, I don't think you can always blame the Gophers for not getting a guy when certain – People are just sort of inclined to want to have that uh, degree on the wall and the prestige and all that stuff. You know, that's more important to them. That's fine. That's You know, you got to go to school for the right reasons, right? So you do what you do.
2: When you wait next to playing limited minutes for the U of M, I mean, it's an easy choice. It's go get that big degree and and be a star on that uh, small team.
0: I I guess, you know, obviously uh, the one people have been talking about lately is Tyler Nanny going to – Ohio State, blah, blah, blah. We should have got him.
1: Ah, Well, that was was our decision, to be frank. I mean, if we had really wanted him, he would have definitely come here. That was a decision that the coaches made that they felt like, um, you know, it just wasn't the right fit. And you know what? We don't have 10 million scholarships and roster positions to give out to every kid, yet they have to make some tough choices. And we know that there's so much talent in Minnesota that they're going to be spread out. You know, we're not always going to get – every guy that does really well at college and um, I, you know, some of these people who say we should, I mean, you know, the one talk about, you know, we needed these Diana kids. It's like, well, okay. The last two years we had, I think the number one offense this year, we're top 10. We won the league title, you know, two years in a row in a WCHA. And, you know, we're on course if we take care of business this weekend to win the first big time. I mean, it's like, you know, can you really whine that much about it? I mean, the, the NCAA is, it's a, you know, it's a crap shoot. You know, you're not always going to have the best team winning. So I don't look at that as necessarily what's the end result as far as if you're doing the right roster choices or not.
0: Uh, statistician that works for the Gophers, Rob Scheele wants to know, barring injury, what are the best line and D combos for the remainder of the year? Vigs.
2: Well, on the top line, I have like the camera out of the row and Fashing. Together, um, I think those guys have looked really creative. I think they've looked good on the power play together um, when they've been out there. Um, I think the Boyd, Serratore, and uh, um, Ambrose line has been has been one of their top lines, and uh, the fourth line, uh, I think, um, Gertler, um, Letary, um have looked good together. Um, I, I'm a big Isaacson backer, but he just uh, Dude, I think has been putting on. a little bit. He's been putting a little too much pressure on himself, and I think he's taking a step back. I think his confidence is a little shot. I think you can see that in the Ohio State game. He's just pressing too much, and I think Connor Riley's taking that spot. Um, And Connor Riley, I think, could be that guy on that second power play unit. I know Lucia's been shuffling guys around on that unit, trying to figure out something to work. Um, I think he might be out there. I think we saw Brady Shea uh, get a shot on that second power play unit. I thought he looked pretty good out there. Um, so I think, you know, those things are kind of set. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen with the injuries. Um, I know Warren's been dinged up a little bit here, so so we'll see.
0: Isaacson's killing me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I,
0: I've been negative on him all this year, and I swear, you know, somebody put up the, the team's record when he plays, and all of our losses and ties have happened when he's played, and I'm just... I'm just negative on him. So I'm just seeing all the negatives. What are the positives, Hammy? Are there any positives with Mr. Isaacson right now?
1: Uh, well, I don't think he's the best guy to have in there. I mean, of course, a lot of times it's dictated by the matchups, of you know, the team that you're playing. Um, you know, so when I think of some of the defensive, you know, I, where we've been shuffling, you know, some of the freshmen on defense in and out, you know, depending on the night. And, um, you know, I kind of like Bischoff a little bit better lately. Um Part of it, of course, is Brzezinski was hurt, you know, and he's maybe, you know, I don't know if he's a little rusty or not. I don't think he's played bad necessarily. I just think that I just feel a little more comfortable right now with with um, Bischoff in there. So I, but I can't disagree. I think that uh, Vegs kind of came, came up with the best lines and the best guys to have in there.
0: Josh wants to know how likely is it that we'll be stuck with the who in the West Regional again this year? I think it's guaranteed, Josh. I'm just going with it. The Who will be at the West Regional, and the Gophers will have to face them. Bring it on, bitch. Hammy, your thoughts?
1: Uh, I honestly have not. I never pay any attention to that, you know, that the what-if stuff every week that they do on NCAA pairings or whatever because to me it's just pointless. I mean, I understand it's good fodder for the fans to talk about, but – I don't get heavily into it because it's just, it's going to change from week to week and all that. And I don't look at the pairwise closely enough to say, well, how far could this team slip? And if they slip, what's the ramifications of the regions and all that. So I, I don't know that I have a great answer. I, um, I'm sure that there's going to be at least one team that we're pretty familiar with in our region. You know, that's, whether it's a St. Cloud or whoever, um, I'm sure that that's going to happen, but, um, I don't know if it's going to be North Dakota or not. We'll just have to see. It's going to. Be I, don't, the- I don't have a problem with it. You know, I mean, okay. I I like our matchups. You know, I think that we're a better team this year, and I definitely think that offensively we're better. And, um, you know, and of course, they've they've had some good goaltending from what I've looked at. You know, lately from uh, Goth, what is it, Gothberg? So yep. I mean, I don't, I, you know, so they have, they'll have a puncher's chance simply because they have a good goalie point. You know, play right now, but. Um, I'm pretty confident that we would, you know, match up real well with them. Region of death, Figs?
2: Well, I don't think it's the region of death because you're going to be facing a good team if you get into that grade eight anyway. Yeah. You know, you're you're going to be facing a good team in that second game. So, you know, I think for attendance reasons, we're going to see one of Wisconsin or St. Cloud, and then I think we'll see North Dakota. I think they're going to do it. You know they've got the sky high ticket prices for the Excel region's It's higher than all the others. That's- if they want to sell some tickets, I'm sure they're going to try to get some Western teams in there. Well, so could they? I even think do- it'll be fun.
1: Is no- is North Dakota right now kind of a, like would be a three seed? So how could they even play Saint Cloud? To Saint, you know what I mean? Because Saint Cloud would yeah. be a, a two seed right now, wouldn't they? Because we would be the yep. one seed in, in our region, so. I don't see how that could happen unless North Dakota dropped down to a four seed and St. Cloud's somehow. Well, I, I think
2: we'll see Minnesota, Colgate, and then I think we'll see either Wisconsin, St. Cloud playing North Dakota.
1: Well, wouldn't well they can't. Cloud? Yeah, because they'd be interconference play, right, in the first round. So they're trying to avoid that stuff still, right?
0: Yes. Yes, they would. They'll find a way. They'll find a way because they just want to and they want the money, and that's what's going to happen. I'm just going to go with it. Um,
1: remember you but can see, all, that's, that's why I don't get involved in those discussions. It's going to change. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I mean.
0: Cause it's fun to speculate and it's fun to bitch when things go wrong. You know, it's just something to complain about. Um, you got a question for us, just use the hashtag GPL podcast and we'll see it pop up and we'll talk about it if you want. Um, Drew wants to know, he's concerned about the gopers don't have any guys in the top 50 of scoring. Are you guys concerned? Bigs, take it.
2: <laughs> I'm not concerned at all. I think this is one of the most balanced scoring teams uh, we've seen. I think one of the concerning things is the defensemen haven't been scoring as frequently yep. as they did earlier in the year. And I think the total goals per game have dipped a little bit as the season's gone. on. But at the same point, the power play's gotten better. Um, so I don't think it's as concerning. They're definitely not a one-line team. Uh, when your third line is scoring just as much as your first line, you know they're in good shape that way.
1: Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't feel any major concern about it because I know that they have the kind of talent up front that can take over games. You know, I mean, we've seen guys have really good games. We know guys like Rao and, and Clues and some of these other guys, um, you know, have the talent to really kind of step up and and be that kind of go-to guy. Um, but I think it's an advantage that we have, you know, that kind of depth where we're what we're like. I said, I think we're like number six overall in scoring right now and. And uh, played a very challenging schedule, you know, in the process, and so to have that kind of production and not have, you know, one or two guys carrying all the the weight or a lot of it, I think that's a pretty good sign. Well, Can't focus al- on one line. Yeah, you know. he's already
0: says he's. How could we not be concerned? You know, who do you send out there with two minutes left, down one to BC? I say you send anybody out there. We shot. We, well, sh- I mean, we I- shut Johnny Hockey down before. We can shut him down again.
1: Well, I mean, you send out your top, you know, two lines. I mean, I, I don't really know what else to say about that. I mean, you know, it, I don't know, first of all, that if there, it just depends on your matchups, you know what I mean? And I, and we're going to have some opportunities if we stay where we're at right now to have that last change. Um, so I, I'm pretty confident. I don't know that. I mean, let's face it. We didn't you know, necessarily get as far as we wanted to when we did have the big guns like the Bukestads and the Howellas. I mean, we did get to the Frozen Four, you know, a couple years ago, but we didn't last year, you know. So, I mean, um, I don't know that that's necessarily – I mean, did Yale have any big guns really? I mean, like guys that you really blew you away. I I mean, you know, I just think it comes down to goaltending and performing on special teams and taking, you know – Getting your uh, When you get your opportunities, taking advantage of them.
0: And to be honest, and, you, in that Frozen Four year, Bukestad was playing well until the end of the year, and then he disappeared. I mean, he did nothing in the playoffs or the Frozen Four. So, uh, like you said, if you got the big guns and they don't show up, what's the difference if, compared to if you're balanced? So, who knows? Go ahead, Viggs. You were about to say something?
2: Yeah. And I think Mike Riley is the one guy who for sure should be out there at the end of the game. If you're down one, you know, he's a defenseman who can really create. He's got that really low panic point. You know, he can make the last minute moves, create some extra space, get pucks to the net. I think he's been the most dynamic defenseman who's really stood out this year. And I think (laughs) that's the big key down the stretch.
0: All right. Well, we'll see, Drew. He doesn't agree. And that's, you know, that's his right. And, uh, We'll see how the team does. I mean, if, if they fall flat on their face, they fall flat on their face. That's just the way it goes. Don doesn't seem to be concerned about it. You know, he's been kind of talking about that for quite a while, how, you know, they all they don't have any of the top scorers in the league, you know. And uh, he doesn't seem too concerned, so I guess we shouldn't be either. So
1: Well, and you have to figure that we all know that a lot of times it's about matchups. You know, yep. who, we're, who you're playing, what's their style, you know, I mean – my feeling is that the Gophers are really going to have to prepare for kind of what we saw, like, you know, that stretch of games with Wisconsin and Michigan state and kind of that second Penn state game where the other team basically were determined to have that extra forward back and kind of make the Gophers be a little more patient. And, you know, some of it's going to depend on the team. I mean, obviously BC is not going to play that way, but, um, but I think a lot of teams are probably going to try to play that way against the Gophers. And it's just a matter of them um, playing that, the right way and not getting impatient and clicking on the power play like they kind of did this weekend. And I think we'll do pretty well if we do those things, get the goaltending.
0: So any uh, thoughts on what else happened in the big 10 this past weekend, obviously Michigan and Michigan state split. Um, uh, The Badgers ended up sweeping Penn state after Penn state got them to overtime. Um, Vigo, any thoughts on the other big 10 games this past weekend?
2: Not uh, too many. I'm just happy that uh, the last series is going to mean something to Michigan. Okay. You know, I'm glad that that held up and that the trophy wasn't decided already going into the last week. So I'm kind of looking forward to those games having something on the line. Um, I know those games with Michigan were getting a little feisty last time, so it's good that there's something on the line and it just doesn't turn into a goonfest
0: <laughs> What about you, Hammy? Any thoughts on this past weekend?
1: Uh, you know, I mean, I think – what we saw, I mean, with that Michigan State-Michigan series, I mean, really, you know, I thought Michigan was going to sweep that, especially when they had that, what, like the 3-1 lead, and they blew that one. So it just kind of shows you the inconsistency that we've seen out of Michigan, you know, particularly the last month or so. Um, you know, and so that if from a gopher perspective, you have to feel, granted, Yoast won't be easy, and it's not going to be like some cakewalk, but you have to feel relatively um, – comfortable with the idea that, that hey we should be able to get some points out of that series um so if, if the gophers bring their game you know to yost and play as they're capable of i think that we should uh, get the kind of results we want to see um you know it was a little disappointing to see um you know that wisconsin game kind of the way that they kind of came back late and whatever um well as far as the uh getting the shootout it was nice for penn state to tie it late but yeah. um so, I mean, but that kind of played out the way I thought. And, you know, this weekend, I I don't even know that, you know, I don't really suspect that Wisconsin's going to win both games at Michigan State. I'm not convinced of that given their road record this year. And it's not like they blew Penn State away, you know, especially at second game. Um, and, you know, Michigan State showed, you know, this last weekend that they're capable of surprising good teams, and especially at home. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Well, right now, you know, Michigan. I'm sorry, uh, Minnesota, and Wisconsin have locked up the two uh, top spots, no matter what. Um, Michigan pretty much has that uh, third spot lined up. Um, oh, great! Woo! Great! What a perfect timing for the smoke detectors to go off! Isn't that awesome?
1: This Jesus! Somebody
0: must be cooking something. Holy shit!
1: Please tell me you shut the door.
0: Well, the door is closed, but I've got got a smoke detector in the room
1: I'm in. Dude, my dog's going to start barking soon. (laughs) That's amazing. Isn't that
0: awesome? This is great live. This is live radio right here, people. Um, Take the battery out of that damn thing. Oh, it wouldn't matter. It would keep chirping because it's plugged in. Oh. I know, it's horrible. My wife in the background heard right her go, Can you pause the show? <laughs> no, we can't pause the show. Um well, I could hear it coming too. I could hear it in the far part of the house, and I could just hear the next one going and the next one going. Oh boy. You guys talk for a few seconds about this weekend. Alright. Oh wait, it just stopped. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's live radio for you right there, people. Live internet, let me tell you, jeez. so so anyway, like I said, Minnesota and Wisconsin locked up Michigan looks like they got third locked up. you know they would you know Minnesota would have to sweep, and Ohio State would have to sweep for them to you know to catch Michigan uh oh Michigan state's still in there, obviously Penn state's stuck in the bottom, but we pretty much know what's gonna happen um so let's just talk about this weekend, guys. Minnesota, Michigan, we don't care about the other stuff. It doesn't matter. We just got to get one win on this weekend. We'll have the trophy. We could celebrate it, Yoast. Let's go, Hammy.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like I mentioned earlier in the year. I, I felt like the Michigan um, games would be sort of the replacements for, you know, the North Dakota rivalry. And, I mean, this is the kind of, you know, situation that, you know, starts to kick that off. You know, I'm sure that, Michigan's gonna want to be, you know, be the spoiler and and want to ruin things for us, and uh, and here's an opportunity for them. And I, you know, certainly, like I mentioned, they've been a little inconsistent, so you have to feel relatively, you know, if we bring our A game, you know, that we should be able to get some good points out of there. But um, you know, all it takes is two, and uh, hopefully, we'll be able to come through with, uh, you know, at least one good effort and get that taken care of.
0: Vigs. Your thoughts? Are we going to celebrate at Yost?
1: Oh, definitely going to be celebrating at
2: Yost. The things I'm going to be watching for, uh, see if Michael Downing still has a bad attitude against uh, the Gophers. Uh, he, he was getting into it. A uh, couple headshots here and there. I know that there were kind of two contact-of-the-head type penalties in that, uh, that last series with them. so it'll be interesting to see if it gets that way. I, I know Michigan has a reputation for being a good starting team, but I don't think they really brought that to Mariucci. Maybe it was the big ice, and they just got uncomfortable. But, you know, it's going to be back on the smaller rink at Yoast, and that's the way Minnesota's going to be playing the rest of the way. They have all their games on NHL-sized sheets the rest of the way, so we'll see if they can play that physical game. It seems like something that this team likes to do, so it should be a fun series.
0: Just saw a tweet from USCHO. Lake State just fired their coach. Jim yeah. Roke. I don't know how to say it, but I saw that, so. Goodbye, Lake State coach. Couldn't win in the WCHA. Bad season. Okay. Now that the smoke detectors have stopped going off and my hearing is back, um, what else this weekend, guys? I mean. Well, hey, here's want
2: to Go ahead. Did you want to talk about the two new recruits that they picked up, the you know, NHL guys. You or? know
0: what? One thing that's funny: is, <laughs> Gonzalez tried to mention that at uh, at one of the post games for Penn State, and <laughs> which he is just like can't talk; that'd be a violation. <laughs> I'm like, not sure why he even bothered asking him that, but I thought it was a little goofy that he was asking him about recruits there. But, well, uh, we,
1: he's his first year, you know. I know. Maybe yeah, he, maybe the rules slipped his mind. Who knows? Yeah.
0: So, who are the two new guys?
1: Uh well I'm assuming I mean well I don't know you're not talking about Sheehy right because did we talk about him already we didn't really touch on him he committed anybody
0: because it happened well the ones I heard I think was right around the Michigan or the Penn State series so
1: right uh well you know Tyler Sheehy committed to the Gophers um he's kind of a flexed he could be 2014 or 15 um very strong elite league season yeah he was a leading scorer in the league and then. He probably would have been the favorite for the Mr. Hockey, but he decided right after the elite league season that he was going to play at Waterloo and he's done very well there. He's averaging about a point a game and he's been scoring goals and doing well. And, you know, I kind of look at him as being, if he does end up coming in 2015, you know, he could be another kind of Justin Clues type of a player, you know, that's going to come in and be able to contribute pretty well offensively right away because he had that extra year in the USHL. So hopefully that's the case with him. Um, Couple other guys, Robin Hoagland. I d I don't know a lot about him. I you know, he's kind of a bigger kid that's been playing in the NAHL. He used to be a Notre Dame recruit. Um, you know, I'm sure he's gonna be one of those guys who's gonna come in and kind of be a role player guy, not necessarily the type of guy that you're expecting to come in and be a top six type of player scoring a lot of points. So you know, kinda have to have that in mind when he's coming in. And uh God, the wild just screwed the pooch. Um anyways Oh, um,
0: get, is it tied now? Yeah, it's
1: yeah. Awesome. Oh, jeez.
0: freaking wild. I'm glad I don't watch that team. The North Stars are always my team, but I've been watching the Twitter feed just, you know, slowly coming back. Yeah.
1: <sighs> well, and then uh, finally they picked up a goalie, you know, kind of uh, to kind of t- take when a going to be done after this year, so yeah. they picked up a goalie. I I don't, you know, he seems to have some pretty good numbers. I've heard some good things about him. I, I actually heard that he um, had some opportunities to go out east and, and probably be a starter pretty quick, And but he decided he wanted to stay home and, uh, you know, be a gopher. So, and he's from the area. So um, I'm sure that his family's pretty excited about that. Uh, I think it's Nicholas Slayer, I think. I don't know how to say his last name for sure, but, um, but uh, yeah, I think he'll be a good player, you know, coming stepping in and, and hopefully Wilcox will be around for another, at least another year or two um, and, you know, kind of earn his time and play a few games here or there and do well for us.
0: Viggs, I think the real question is, is will, we have a live broadcast when the Gophers wrap up the the title this weekend.
2: I think it's a definite possibility. We might even be able to do it on Friday night.
0: Friday night, I think that would be sweet. I'll start the gin and tonics. It'll be a good time.
1: I, I might be busy uh, at least Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, you got
0: a hot day, don't you?
1: I actually do. So you, I, I, can, I can suppose I could get you on Skype on my on my phone. So. Um, if it doesn't go so Wow." if it's not going so well, then, you know, maybe I'll have to bring in, you know, you never know.
2: You have to turn down the jazz flute music and
1: Zamfear. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. My Yanni. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, boys, I'm really
0: hoping that this podcast is recorded by our little Mixler app because, you know, I tried to start it up again on GarageBand and it just wasn't working. Operator error. I don't know what the problem is. This might be a show that's only heard live. We never will know.
1: You know, this has kind of been a cluster with first that and then your alarm going off. It's like what the hell is going on over there now? I don't
0: know. I'm just having it. I took a week off and everything turns to crap. I tell you,
2: this kind of feels like that Sunday Duluth game at Mariucci right now. A lot of things (laughs) going on.
0: Hey. It's live, man. We keep plugging along. We keep doing it, and that's why we do it. Anything even the other, number
1: one. We are the number one go-
0: hockey podcast.
1: You have to mention that now.
0: Yeah, we are look. the number one college hockey podcast. You know, I looked it up. The other ones out there are all national stuff. And the only one that even makes the top of 200 of uh, iTunes is USCHO. And I think last week they were like 187 when we were 101. In all of uh, you know college sports podcasts, so we are number one. So beat that, USCHO.
1: One on one for college, all college sports,
0: all of college sports, yeah.
1: So like football and basketball, football, wow.
0: basketball, you know, any other kind of stuff. It was uh, on iTunes and
1: interesting. Uh, and I think
0: a lot of it has to. Well, we're always seem to be in the hundreds. You know, the low hundreds, hundred ten. You know, sometimes in the nineties, um, uh, we seem to be doing pretty well. And it would be nice if we had a sponsor. That'd be great. We could get paid.
1: You said you were gonna line it up, man. What I'm the trying. Hell?
0: Nobody's listening.
1: They don't care, man. Of course, the Dubai podcast is gonna skew everything now, though.
0: It it probably could, but that's just fine. I'll just bring it. Sort on of more like the, the rating
1: sweeps, you know, for TV. You should have, <laughs> you have him on like when it's gonna be podcast sweeps. Right? But the thing so.
0: is, you know, we were still at that ranking last week when we didn't even have a podcast. Is that right? Yeah, so it, things are going well. Things are going well, and uh, we're going to keep doing it. You know, we've only got a few shows left this year. Um, obviously, I'll be on vacation. You know, I'm leaving, you know, after the Big Ten tournament. So uh, maybe I'll just do a live broadcast by myself on Mixler and uh, just leave you guys out or something. Sorry. Where are you, You're
1: going to be, like, gone for how long, though?
0: I'm gone Sunday to Sunday. So I completely missed Sunday to Sunday. Yeah, I missed the regional completely. Okay. So I'll get back and it'll be all bad or uh, all good, you know, going to the Frozen Four or closing up shop that next Tuesday for the final podcast of the year. So we shall see. But we'll be back next week. You guys didn't have anything else, did you? This cluster of a podcast has got to be over by now.
1: Nope, I don't see any new questions or anything, so I think we're well, ready to roll. That's
2: good. Only, only. One, go ahead. I've got one more for Hammy. So I saw a tweet from Ryan Norman saying that he had a 106 shot at the hockey expo because he was there at the tournament. Does he have a hard shot? Okay. Do we have the next uh, Nick? You said coming up, with a power play.
1: Uh well, I mean. Pff- it's kind of hard to compare somebody to like the Bukestad stats because he had so much damn leverage being six, five, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of amazing when you watch some of these really tall guys, that, the kind of weight they can put behind, put behind their shots. Uh, what is it? Uh, Zidane O'Chara. I mean, he was always winning the hardest shot, you know, being what six, seven, yeah. or whatever the hell he is. So well, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know. You know, I haven't seen him enough to say, you know, a lot about you know his shot, but what i have seen you know he's a good all around player so i mean health you know and you never know what those those damn guns too what they're going to be measuring it's like going out to valley fair and you think you're going to hit you know 80 miles per hour or something like that and it ends up being like 60 and you're like what the hell's going on here you know so at least that's when they that's what they had back when i was a kid Whether do they have that kind of crap there now i would have no clue
0: <laughs> all right boys i think we're done this cluster of a podcast is over for this week. I'm just sounds ho- good. I'm just hoping we'll be able to put it on the air. You never know. I'm just hoping that my little app did its job, and uh, people will be able to listen to this cluster bleep again. So, well, thanks for joining me this week, guys. Remember, you can always follow Hammy at Hammy Hockey on Twitter and uh, Evigo for Vs. Um, and you know, during the podcast or even during the week, just use hashtag GPL Podcast, and we'll see it and We'll try to get your question on the air. We'll be back next week and hopefully talking about a Big Ten championship and a little preview of the Big Ten tournament. Until then, hopefully things will go better and we'll be better next time. Thanks.